Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Today, I will talk to you about things that go boom. When we think about life, we usually think about creation, making new life, like babies or kittens. Creation is also something most people do in their work or in their hobbies, such as building a new machine or painting a picture. This podcast is an example of creation. The idea, words, and recording did not exist until I did the work to create it. Still, there is another side to life. Just as we can create or make new things, we can also end things, break things, or even explode things. And that process, the opposite of creation, is called destruction. D-E-S-T-R-U-C-T-I-O-N Often, things end quietly or slowly. Other times, they end more quickly, like a phone turning off after it is out of power. However, sometimes things end very quickly, and often in a loud noise and with fire. And that is what we will explore today. Things that go boom. The softest kind of boom is called a pop. P-O-P. Pops are usually created by something under pressure breaking. Imagine you have a balloon and you stab it with a sharp knife or a pin. The pressure inside the balloon suddenly escapes through the tiny hole with a loud noise and destroys much of the balloon. In English, the sound of a breaking balloon is called pop. Mom, the cat popped my balloon. The next level of boom is often called a bang. B-A-N-G. This does not have to involve fire, but in my example, it will. A firecracker makes a bang when it explodes. So does a gun when it is fired. The chemical reactions and the release of pressure and force often create bangs. Now, to get to a proper boom, we need something really destructive, like an explosion. E-X-P-L-O-S-I-O-N When a device comes apart with a lot of force and fire that causes a lot of destruction, it is said to explode. While firecrackers do explode, they are usually small and the damage they cause is not very large. However, a large firework will explode, and that is why very large fireworks are not sold in stores. So to really understand explosions, we have to look at the industry and the military. In some industries, explosions are very important. If you need to get rid of an old building so you can reuse the land, it would be very slow and very expensive to take the building apart piece by piece. Instead, it is usually better to take parts of the building away, but then just destroy the rest quickly. To do this, most companies either use dynamite, invented by Alfred Nobel, or modern shape charges. S-H-A-P-E, 
C-H-A-R-G-S. Shape charges are devices that will explode in a small area and have a very high temperature, allowing the explosion to cut through rock, iron, or even steel. With enough shape charges, a building can be brought down in a few seconds without causing too much damage to people or other buildings around it. A similar process is used for mining metals or other materials such as coal. Shape charges, or perhaps dynamite, are placed in the rock bed, often called a seam. When detonated, they explode in a set order, and that breaks up the rock, allowing for easier access to the metals or coal. Okay, so far I have kept things pretty small. While shape charges can and do cause a lot of damage, individually they are still usually small. So let's go bigger. Let's scale up. To do that, we have to look at the military, because that is where the big explosions happen. Because most people are familiar with small military weapons, such as guns, grenades, and mortars, we will jump straight into the big stuff. A bomb, B-O-M-B, is a device filled with a lot of explosive material and also is either filled with sharp metal or is packed into a special metal case that creates sharp pieces of metal when it explodes. Such a case is called a shell, S-H-E-L-L. Most bombs are called gravity bombs. That means they are dropped from the air, gravity brings them to the ground, and they explode when they hit the ground. Gravity bombs are familiar to most people that know about World War II, as both the Allies and the Axis dropped a lot of bombs on factories, armies, and even cities. Of course, not all bombs are well made, and some did not explode like they were supposed to. Unexploded bombs are called duds, D-U-D-S. The problem with duds is that although they did not explode at the correct time, they still can explode if not moved carefully. Duds are dangerous, whether it's a small firecracker or a large bomb. So now we know the basic type of bomb, the gravity bomb. But military technology changed a lot since the beginning of World War II. During the war, armies developed bombs that could be loaded into launch platforms, such as tank rounds, artillery, rockets, and so forth. After World War II, a different type of weapon was developed, the missile M-I-S-S-I-L-E. Missiles are much better than rockets because they can be controlled in flight. This has led to big changes in how the United States military fights. Most people in Europe and the U.S. are familiar with cruise missiles, such as the Tomahawk. These missiles can be launched from planes, ships, 
and even submarines. They fly very fast, very low, and can move around objects because the missiles have a map in their computer system that will take them to the target. Cruise missiles are big, and when they arrive, they cause very large explosions and can destroy small buildings. Nevertheless, cruise missiles, while perhaps the most flexible type of explosive, are not the most powerful. For conventional explosives, the most powerful are called air burst. These are very large bombs that explode above the ground and cause the air around them to catch fire. Sometimes called daisy cutters because they will wipe out anything on the ground for a large radius, including plants, grass, and even trees. Currently, the most powerful airburst bomb in the U.S. military is known as MOAB, M-O-A-B. It weighs more than 9,500 kilograms, or 21,000 pounds, and yields an explosive force equal to 11 tons of TNT. MOAB is short for Massive Ordnance Air Blast. But in common culture, it is called something else. The mother of all bombs. Of course, there is one more category of boom left. Nuclear weapons. Modern nuclear weapons are two-stage devices that create explosions that are so powerful and large, they are hard to describe. Remember, a MOAB generates 11 tons of explosive power. But a modern nuclear warhead can generate 11,000 tons of explosive power. Such power can destroy an entire town within a few seconds. In addition to throwing out incredible heat, searing light, and massive pressure waves, nuclear devices also emit large amounts of radiation. R-A-D-I-A-T-I-O-N, what the Germans call Strahlung. Radiation is deadly to all forms of life. High radiation can exist for many years after a nuclear explosion, which makes nuclear weapons perhaps the best example of anti-life that humans have been able to create. Still, there is some good news in all of this talk about destruction. Consider this. From the 1950s to the 1960s, several countries including the United States, France, the United Kingdom, the former Soviet Union, and China, exploded more than 300 nuclear weapons on the ground, in the air, underwater, or high in the atmosphere. This was and sounds both pretty horrible and really stupid, but it is true. So what's the good news? Well, 
we are all still here. Nuclear weapons are really scary, but the Earth is a very, very big place. Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English and Go, an English language teaching company located in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast about things that go boom.